up, everybody? Welcome to the Base Parlor Podcast. I'm your host, Daryl Stevens, and today our special guest is a singer-songwriter out the Boston area, Kelsey Blackstone. What's up, Kelsey? Hi, how are you? Doing good. I'm glad you can join us here today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, yeah. So first off, uh, like we were talking about earlier, I listened to your song, Lay You Down. It's one of my, my new favorite songs. It's definitely on my After Hours playlist. Immediately, I put it on there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much yeah it's great and uh one thing i like about it was that was that string section that you had um it has a string backing but there's almost like a small string solo in there and it goes really well with your voice you know you have a, a really a really good voice do you have a background in uh in music did you come from a musical household good question so honestly none of my family members are like serious musicians however um my dad um his mom forced him to do like piano lessons and like um right. and French horn and stuff when he was a kid. And um I think when I was little, I was expressing so much interest towards music um that my parents were like, okay, like let's get her started with piano. So um they put me in piano lessons when I was five. And I hated it at first because it's just like you're sitting there and you have to practice for so many hours. And I was right. such a busy body little kid. So that didn't really <laughs> jive with my energy, but um, so we kind of stopped the piano lessons for a little bit. And then a year later I restarted and um, quickly like really found love for the instrument. And um, anyway, so I, I played piano since I was six all throughout um, the end of my high school uh, years till I was 17. Okay. And um, throughout that time, my twin sister actually, um, we were both in the orchestra together in the chamber orchestra and we would both like do um, like musicals and shows and stuff like that. So even though she hasn't pursued music, um, my sister was definitely very musical um, and talented at it, too, um, you know, when we were right. younger. Right. I know that's, that's good that you have someone in the trenches with you where you're going through the lessons and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A shoulder yeah. to lean on a little bit. Right, right. So that's that's awesome. That's awesome. So now as a as a songwriter, um, does does have that piano background and knowing theory and all that kind of stuff, does that help you as a songwriter? That's extremely helpful. Um, for me, I kind of look at piano as like the backbone of music, just kind of how like ballet, some would say, is the backbone of all other dance styles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think with piano, I can just feel so uninhibited when I'm creating and because I've been playing it for so long um, it just feels really natural to me to uh, just hop on the piano and start like messing around with stuff so um, it's really helpful Um, and especially from a production standpoint too like using MIDI and things like that okay yeah no that makes sense and what's your what's your um like your creation process is that is that how you do it you sit down at the piano and start that kind of messing around with some things and then it turns into a song like what you how do you usually write your songs you know i'm still figuring that out as i go um i would say um you know sometimes i write songs where yeah like i sit down at the piano because i'm feeling inspired and i come up with some cool chords and a melody and then the lyrics come but honestly i would say um the songs that i feel the most connected to are songs where I've just written the lyrics first 
And usually when that inspiration hits, it's either right before I go to bed or right when I get up in the morning. So I'll just be like laying in bed and I'll just be hit with all of these like thoughts and lyric ideas and things. And then I'll like sit down at the piano after and come up with like a vibe that I think fits. Okay. No, that makes sense. It makes sense because you can kind of, it seems like, you know, I'm not a, a musician, but it seems like doing it that way, you could kind of write music that fits around the lyrics. You know, it seems like you can actually craft and customize it to the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's a lot of like popular songs on the radio, for example, where the lyrics are one of the last things <laughs> right. that they might focus on. And for me, like, I just prefer to, um, you know, infuse as much, uh, you know, genuine and authentic like meaning into all my songs as possible, you know? Right. That's, that's good. It's, it comes off great. Like I, like I told you, I'm a big fan of Lay You Down. I also listen to the song You Dig, which has, you know, it's a whole different feel to it, but it's also a great song too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. Absolutely. So it seems like you put like, this is until you dig, you put a lot of thought into your lyrics, you know? Um, yes. <laughs> have you always, in addition to the piano side of things and the music, do you have, when did you start actually writing songs and, and doing that, that part of uh, being a musician? So I think uh, most people would probably say I'm kind of a late bloomer when it comes to writing songs. Um, I didn't, honestly start doing that until my first year at Berkeley, which uh, was 2018. And I, I think part of that is because I was kind of scared, you know, everyone's like scared of failing and everything. And um, my voice teacher was definitely pushing me throughout high school to start writing songs, but I don't know why I just didn't really feel like I wanted to do that yet. But then I got to Berkeley and you know, everybody writes songs. <laughs> so right. I was right. feeling so kind of wrapped up and, and all of that where I was like, you know what, if everyone else is doing it, like, let me try it. Right. And, um, and it just came really naturally to me because I've always loved just writing, but, um, and obviously I've always loved music. And so it's really just marrying the two together. Right. Now it comes off really good. So like when Berkeley, is it, because I can I can see it being also intimidating when everybody's writing songs, you know, Berkeley uh, College, <laughs> and you know yes. everybody's probably been writing since they were kids. And like you said, you you're a late bloomer. But on the other hand, like if you're surrounded by, it, you're like, okay, well, I'm more in a comfort zone now to do it. Like, was it hard to start writing when you're surrounded by people who, who already are have been writing for a while? You know, in some ways, definitely. I think every single artist out there plays the comparison game. Right. <laughs> um, so that was definitely, um, you know, a factor. And of course, I mean, it still affects me like to this day. Um, and I think just being an artist, especially in today's world of social media, like that's just going to be part of it. Um, however, at the same time, being around all those people just made me feel so inspired. And I feel like um, I was learning a lot just by listening and watching right. And so I think my first few years or semesters at Berkeley, um, it was more of a receptive phase for me, Um, you know, and now I feel like I'm kind of in the spot where I'm able to take everything I've learned and and really like take action with it and, um, you know, put all my skills to the test. Right. That's great. That's great. And uh, I mean, Berkeley, being at Berkeley probably helped, but um, was it has it been a struggle or has it been pretty easy to find other musicians to work with? Because, for instance, like with uh, Lay You Down, 
there's a uh, like a string section in there, like finding, you know, mm -hmm. a cellist or uh, someone else to work with, you know, outside of what you do with the, the singing songwriter. Yeah, well, so um, because Berkeley is such a melting pot of musicians, um, I think while you're there, unless you have a very like niche kind of um, genre and there aren't a lot of people that are in that genre, mm -hmm. um, you know, it was really easy actually for me to find musicians that um, I wanted to work with, um, especially because a lot of them are just my good friends, both on uh, You Dig and Lay You Down. And so really it's just kind of calling out my friends in the group chat. We are like, all right, guys, like here's what we're working at tonight at rehearsal. And, um, you know, we have this recording session on this day and blah, blah. And um, I think having a lot of my musicians and band members be my good friends has helped um, kind of break down some, um, some walls and allow us to be more creative and free um, without like fear of judgment, you know? Right. Right. Um, but yeah, and the strings in Lay You Down are amazing, thanks to my good friend Mia Asano, who actually, um, has, last year she like blew up on TikTok. Okay. Um, and she's been uh, very booked and busy <laughs> ever since. Um, but she's an amazing electric violin player. And so I was really happy to have her solo on my track. And, um, you know, we make music together all the time, and um, she's great. Yeah, yeah she okay. actually just released a single uh two months ago okay it's really good okay what's the name of the single it's called lunar lunar okay i'm, I'm gonna check it out i'm definitely gonna check yeah it out. you should <laughs> tell her yeah. i sent you yeah i will i will <laughs> so yeah on, on that note um what can we expect for for you in like in 2022 are you working on the ep or lp what, what you got going on uh for new year yeah so um i have a lot of stuff in the works right now um, I'm kind of planning, um, to release new music to Spotify every six to eight weeks. Okay. Um, I think that's what a lot of, um, independent artists are doing right now. And the Spotify algorithm really favors like that frequent release schedule. Mm -hmm. Um, so I have, um, let's see, I think four or five songs actually that, um, are going to be coming out within the first um half to two-thirds of 2022 so i'm really excited but i'm very busy trying to get all those moving parts um pieced together at the same time <laughs> right right yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it so you definitely let me know when uh let us know when you when you release it because i want to you know judging by the, the, the other few songs i've heard of yours like i'm, I'm really looking forward to it thank you mm -hmm. yeah i'm really excited yeah it's gonna be good so lastly um, just let us know. I know you had you're just starting your music career, but you've also experienced a lot, especially starting so early. Um, what is some something that you, if you look back, like something that you wish you knew when you started out um, that you know now, but you wish you knew like several years ago when you first started your music journey? Hmm, that's a great question. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things. Right. I think. Um, literally every day I'm trying to learn still. Um, and there's so much to learn about being an independent artist and um, making it all work. Um, but I think the biggest thing would be to just um, to just go for it and not let fear of judgment from people who don't really matter, like impact the way that you do things. Because I think 
um, you know, going back to the songwriting thing, um, again, that's why I didn't start songwriting until I was at Berkeley was because finally I was in a community where everybody was doing it around me. So I felt like it was okay. And I didn't feel like I was going to be like judged or made fun of. Whereas, you know, maybe the place that I, um, you know, that I grew up or the other schools that I went to before Berkeley, cause I'm a transfer student. Um, you know, I, I wasn't sure how well, um, that sort of thing would be received. So, um, but it, it goes, uh, to everything too. I think, um, not only to just my songwriting, but the way that I present myself to the world as a person and as an artist, um, I used to be so like private on social media and I was like, I don't want anyone to know like what I'm up to. Like it just, social media just seems so fake to me, but I know it's such an important part though <laughs> of connecting with um, supporters and uh, potential fans. So I've had to do a lot of work in the last um, you know few years to try and get over that um, and to, yeah, just put myself out there. It's continually putting myself out there and failing sometimes publicly, but then saying, you know what? Like, I don't care. Like I want this more than anything in the world. Like I'm going to do whatever I have to do to, you know, make it happen. Right. Right. No, I think that, I think that's great advice and great advice for in, in music, but also this in life and all, all different areas of life. I think this, this put it out there and going for it is, is key. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but you know, I really appreciate you taking the time out to speak with me here on the podcast. Uh, everybody, this is, is Kelsey Blackstone, an incredible singer songwriter out the Boston area. And uh, really looking forward to what you got in store in 2022 and beyond. Thank you so much, Daryl. I really appreciate that. This was a lot of fun. <laughs>